0: to the Classics Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri, and today I'm going to talk about Jonathan Franzen's novel, Crossroads. Now, I don't usually talk about novels on this podcast. I listen to a lot of books. I don't usually sit down and read them anymore, though I wish I did because I I, I do strongly believe in the experience of sitting down with with an actual book and reading it. I mean, you could you could can, can pause, you could reflect, you can you can think about what you're reading. You know, when you're listening, you can't really do that. You're I mean, I'll pause when I'm listening, but it's not the same. And so it took me a while, a year and a half to read this, because it's a large book and I just would put it down for months and then I'd pick it back up. And it's so good that I would remember, you know, I'd remember the stories, and I appreciate that from, from the writer. Franzen does an excellent job of giving Perspective in this story, and I'm, I'm going to talk about that a lot on this podcast. Multiple perspectives, how one person views an event, a situation, a life experience, so differently from another person with, within the same family. And so, this book really makes you grapple with perspective, which in turn kind of makes you grapple with the idea of and the the, the feeling of empathy. So it's it's great for that. It's also a very It's a book that doesn't shy away from religion and spirituality. And I like that because we all search for purpose, right? And this this book doesn't shy away from individuals who are seeking a life of purpose. And so I enjoyed reading that as well. He handles it in a very light way. It's not heavy handed in any way. So I think you'll enjoy this podcast if you're interested in those topics. I appreciate you listening to the Classics Podcast. If you're enjoying it, please share it with a friend and leave a five-star rating if you can. So thanks for listening to the Classics Podcast. I'll see you after the music. the Classics Podcast, a podcast that looks at independent perspectives in American culture. I'm your host, Shukri And today, I'm excited to talk about Jonathan Franzen's novel, Crossroads. I haven't actually sat down with a book in a long time. I should rephrase that. I'll sit down with books, but I typically will just read parts of them. Like Part of my style is to read a couple chapters here and then shift books to another book and read a couple chapters there. Kind of because I think because I read nonfiction often, I I get the gist of what's being said and then I want to move on to something else, you know. So I've actually also started to shift to listening to books like a lot of us over the years. You know, I typically will listen and I'll finish those books because, you know, commuting, listening kind of helps you get through your commute in general. So that's that's sort of a nice little uh, activity to do when you're driving. If I am reading, I'll read long essays, maybe short short biographies or memoirs because I love character studies as as you probably know from listening to this podcast. Now I do still read daily, but it's more of the long form articles. So I say that because this is a you know, this is a big novel crossroads, but it doesn't read like it. It's very it kind of feels like nonfiction in a lot of ways. It feels as if you're reading an individual's memoir, but different individuals because perspective changes all, often in this book. And and that's something that's going to be really emphasized in this podcast episode. So back in 2021, I read a review for Crossroads, and the ideas in the review, credit to the New York Times for having a great review. The ideas really spoke to me, so I ended up pu- purchasing the book. And now I'm finally done with it. Not finally because I, I wanted to finish it. I just, I wanted to, to, to know what was gonna happen at the end. Thankfully, this is the first part of a trilogy. So that's something to look forward to if, if you end up purchasing this book and, and reading it. So this has seriously taken me over a year, maybe a year and a half. But I'll start by saying this, Franzen's book is memorable. And, and here's an example of what I mean even when i put the book down for months and i would do this at times i always felt like i remembered a good amount of what i had already read so whether it was the uh, the, the plot the characters the motives everything kind of just stuck with me and i think that's pretty impressive you know and i think if maybe if you're a potential reader of crossroads you can know that this is a book that that is 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 really going to stick with you because it did, it did stick with me. So this book is about many things. And I feel like and maybe this is true for all books. But I definitely feel as if you could pinpoint a few themes that are really strong in this book. For me, I'm going to focus on three. One is perspective. The other, spirituality, or, or you could say religion, because the people are coming from a specific religious background. So religiosity and religion in general is a big theme. And the third one is, and I just love this one, how we live in separate bubbles. I just love the concept in general. You know, we kind of are in our own little bubble in our world. And sometimes it takes someone else to help us see something. And that's that's definitely a theme in this book. So let me focus on perspective for a bit. I've never read a book that shifted perspective so often and so skillfully. So what you get is this. You have a family, two parents, four children, three boys and a girl, and each chapter skillfully represents the perspective of one of the characters. All of the family members, with the exception of the youngest boy, get an opportunity to describe an event from their own point of view. And that's really special. You don't really see that in most books right there's like a narrator there's one point of view and you just kind of live through that as you're reading this book does not do that at all and i love that i didn't initially but i love that the book does that there are multiple chapters for each character so it's kind of like i don't know if you've read like game of thrones sort of jumps around in the same sort of way so for most of this book you know you'll have the same events Basically being described by different characters <laughs> and you don't know the event is coming because there will be differences in the, in the chapters and characters because they're, they're going through different things in life, but they all lead to similar events. And then you get that multiple perspective approach. At first, I didn't like it because I wanted the one perspective because that's what I'm used to. But over time, and actually very quickly, I, I began to look forward to the different perspectives. For me, coming from a big family, I think this is a story that resonated in a strong way because you, you know you'll have the older sibling interpreting an event one way, the younger sibling another way, the mother in another way, the father in another way. This is very common, you know. This is like, this is natural. This is common to every single family. It's the dynamic of how a family works, right? And so I'm sure you could identify with this, but to read it it did feel jarring at times but just but it also felt valuable you know a valuable practice of empathy so it's like when i think one example i was thinking of is when when you meet someone you know, maybe you see them one time in your life and they say to you oh i know everything about you because they've heard stories involving you this book would sort of tell that individual no you just know One person's perspective of stories involving me, and that's there's bias there, you know, because we all have bias. So it's sort of a humbling experience when you read multiple perspectives, in the way that Franzen approaches it. So events are subjective, right? That's kind of like what we should already know, but it takes us a while to figure that out. I think I think it takes a lot of life experience to realize that we bring strong bias to you know how we frame in individual events, how we frame our lives. but but knowing that, knowing that we have the bias or we have that bias, that may help us with empathy in general. So in Franz's novel, when someone struggles with empathy, it could be an older brother who doesn't understand his sister's feelings, it could be that same sister failing to see her parents, and how they're going through midlife crises, whatever it is, you know, as the reader, we get what they're going through. But typically, you know, these are the bubbles that we have, they're kind of self-imposed, right? So we need to be observers to understand the struggles that others are going through to gain that empathy. And so you kind of can read it, you know, as the reader you're seeing, okay, they're in the mix. So they're really not understanding what's, what's happening. But as the observer, I see the different approaches, I see the different beliefs, I see the different values. And I don't know, it's just, it was kind of special for me to read. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So along with perspective, we have religion and spirituality as another strong theme. Now the father, he's a minister. So the exploration of religiosity is natural to this family. I'm sure it's natural to any family if the father is a in some sort of, you know, religious figure, right? So he's very, now I will say this, he's very relaxed about religion. This is not someone who's saying like, you have to even pray. It's, it's, he's a very relaxed religious person. And so that's important. And each family member gets to have their own spiritual journey. If he wasn't so relaxed, I think the story would have looked different. But the fact that he was open to his children, doing what they wanted, really, it did make for a better story. So religion is always in the background of this novel, but it's not heavy handed in any way. And so it's, to me, that's kind of, that's, that's important. And I think it did tell a better story. I imagine each reader will, will find themselves identifying with most of the characters, maybe some over others, but there's something about purpose. We all engage with events in our life and we, we have a desire for meaning, to find meaning in various events. So without saying too much, I think most people will identify with the spiritual struggles in this book. It's, it's kind of, they're kind of common things. And I, I went on a Reddit page where someone was was making a similar comment saying something like, you know, I don't usually like to read about religion as a topic, but these were all people who I could identify with. So I actually had, you know, I, I have a similar idea. I, I feel the same way, basically. Now, one of the more entertaining parts of this book involved the reverend, the father, his name is Russ, and his associate pastor, Rick Ambrose. And the associate pastor, Ambrose, he has this huge following, and it's a huge following of young people, young churchgoers, and Russ, the father, who's really the central character of the book, he's middle-aged, and he's struggling with connecting with his uh, the people who come to his church, and especially, especially the young people. So we never get the associate pers- pastor's perspective, which would have been amazing. So it's hard to know what exactly is going on. But questions like, you know, is this this associate pastor, this young guy, is he is he like a charlatan, a narcissist, or, or is he just extremely immature? You know, those always, at least for me, they definitely came to my mind as I was reading the book. And, and personally, I've seen... I just loved it because if you watch the first half of the book, that's a huge part of the book is this rivalry. And I don't know, I've seen different organizations run religious and secular and this dynamic, it's felt very real to what you see sometimes, you know, so it was noteworthy to me. And it just brings up questions of manipulation. I think, you know, manipulation and authenticity, especially with with people who are in a vulnerable situation, and and it does make you reflect on that, because you you want to make sure people are are genuine and doing it, doing things for the right reasons. And this this story really really made me reflect on that. So I love that the book engages with the topic in such a nuanced way, in such a way that makes you think, have I experienced this? You know, I'm currently watching this documentary about Bikram yoga. It's on Netflix. I've read, I've watched about an hour out of it. Of the doc i think it's like an hour and a half and i i just like it's a similar topic i uh, i just love the topic of whether it's about cults because a lot of times there is a cultish element to these things or a cult of personality going on you know and also just how people lose themselves in systems without realizing how others are viewing them we all do that at times you know this book shows that tendency tendency to lose oneself whether that's in a political cause a religious belief or even a relationship you know it makes one step back and remember those moments when when we've done the same thing everyone falls victim to it like i said it could be as simple as you're really inspired uh, by a political cause or, or or a politician who has that cult of personality you know it could be as simple as that but we all sort of have experienced that i believe you know it happens often So I'll finish with this. If you're interested in exploring perspective in a real way where you're just kind of humbly reading and realizing you don't understand what's the real truth because the perspectives can be so different. This is a good book if you like that. And also if you're interested in religion and spiritual ideas, this is a a good book that you will enjoy as well. Franzen is at the top of the writing craft, I think. And so you're not going to be disappointed. It's definitely one of those books that you'll you'll remember. And like I said, I would put it down and then pick it back up. And I was back into the story, remembering every single character. And, you know, there was one character, Clem, who I personally thought, oh, I kind of identify with his perspective more. So it was interesting to see his flaws and then think about my flaws as I was reading his character because it allowed me to see how others are viewing him. So that sort of was, I don't know, it was, it was a good, 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 uh, good exercise for me personally. And I imagine most people who are reading this, if you're coming from a larger family and maybe even a small family, you you could identify with it in perhaps a, a, a similar, similar way. So thanks for listening to the class X podcast. I appreciate it. Um, Hope you're enjoying your summer. Really appreciate the new subscribers. Please share the podcast with a friend if you like it, and uh, have a give me a five star rating if you don't mind, and maybe even a little comment to uh, attract more listeners. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>